Glasses off, David Cole. Uh, getting ready to rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just flick this here. I just had an Adobe update, of course, <laughs> right as we go live. Hello, EKN Nation. My name is Rob Howden. Uh, that is Dave, that's David Cole. Yeah, I was doing it wrong. Uh, we are here for what is our first primetime edition of the EKN Face to Face, which is the program that we launched uh, really during COVID time, uh, leveraging uh, the ability to get live on Facebook and now on YouTube. Uh, David, we'll jump into this in a second, but before we talk about how this kind of format is going to work, dude, we got a thousand subscribers. We just got it. It was the Andy Saisman bump that <laughs> got us to a thousand subscribers. That's I it. think somebody felt sorry and they wanted to watch Andy make a fool of himself. So they're like, I got to I got to watch YouTube. So that's a, that's a definite possibility right there. So uh, <laughs> those of you who have been tuning in, we've done a ton of these over the last couple of months. Of course, back in, the, in, in when we had the COVID shutdown. We were doing a lot of interviews, uh, just trying to bring people with the sport together. Right. We did it on IG Live, brought it to Facebook. Now we're taking it all, all of our videos now to YouTube. And of course, then they'll get turned into podcasts. So it'll be available on the EKN Radio Network and iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean. Uh but this kind of harkens back, David. This is an old school happy hour with Howden. I've got a cocktail. Um, I've got, what have I got here? I got a Firestone right. Flyjack Hazy IPA. Cole, uh, well, hold on. What a shocker, David. What are you? What are you drinking right now? I have a rum and coke. <laughs> shocker. I also have the uh, peanut butter pretzels, as we're used to accustom in That's the uh, FTK trailer. So yep. uh, better bring your snacks with it too. That's it. So uh, it's the happy hour. Uh, we used to do these back in the day, back before we were able to do live podcasts and everything. We used to kind of sit up, set up at the hotel on a Saturday night. And they usually started at a Stars of Carding race. I think that's kind of when we got things rolling. Or we, or somebody's trailer or just or, track yeah, night. Or on the track. We actually would set yep. up on the track at the Super Nationals a number of times as well. And it was an opportunity for us to sit down. We recorded a podcast. It wasn't live anywhere. We would then record it and then upload it. Dave, remember having to up, upload it to the FTP sites? Yes. And... Yes. and that was back mid two thousands. Um, so this is back kind of a, back to a happy hour with Howden kind of a, a deal. We're going to do uh, primetime shows twice a month. That's the current plan right now. We'll do two primetime shows right around that eight o'clock, nine o'clock Eastern hour. We'll get guests from all over the place. Cocktails will probably fly a little bit here. We'll talk more about carding, uh, but let's jump in here, David. Let's uh, let's bring in our guest. Perfect, I think uh, starters debut for the uh, the happy hour with Howden here in twenty twenty. Uh, from the Challenge of the Americas and the California Rock Championship, Andy Saisman and Sean Buer. One, four. Woo. Special guest. <laughs> oh, look at that. All right, good. Oh, wait, good. wait, 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 wait. All right. So Andy Saisman at the uh, full throttle Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Red Bull. I might need a little more of that. I might a little more of that. Eric, yes. go to go. <laughs> there you go. So okay, yeah, well, that's, that's the end of the Red Bull. I guess I need that one. You go get another one, buddy. Uh, Andy, the promoter of the Challenge of the Americas and uh, California Rock Challenge uh, Championship, and then Sean Bure, who does uh, uh, handles all the social media and photography for the Challenge, uh, and also the former editor of uh, Go Racing Magazine, editor and owner of Go Racing Magazine. Let's. Uh, who do we start with? Bure, <laughs> there it is, well, right there. I, I mean, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. So do, do you remember this one? I do. That was this a good was shot. The O nine, the May O nine, uh, all FTK episode when I first moved into the shop. So beer, what do you got? We got, I got, we got beer. I got beer. Cole's got well, Cardi well the first Coke. thing is, yeah. is I, I clearly signed up to the wrong thing because I thought this was like the fireside with felines, you know, <laughs> drinking party here. So I mean, I'm, I'm wearing not even wearing a carding shirt. You know, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! There we go. He lost his earbud. 
it's okay. First I got, Austin Earbud, but you know, he's going I got one. He's going to Odenthal. Uh, yeah, we went in the exactly. fire. I'm going to Odenthal. And so, uh, so cocktail wise, I have a beer for Andy, who is now allergic to beer. Yeah, <laughs> really got to rub that in, huh? I have some uh, Macombo 20 year old aged rum for David Cole, who only drinks that Bacardi clear stuff. No, I'll, I'll drink that. <laughs> and then for my friend from the Great White North, I have a little bit of ice wine going on tonight as well. Well played, oh, sir. Nice job, Sean Buer. Nice somebody, job. Just, somebody just spent a bunch of money at Total Wine. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, yes, it uh, it did escalate quickly. So, dude, <laughs> so, hey, listen, let's. Uh, this is a weird thing. It's just a weird time right now, isn't it? Because uh, I, I know that I'm out here in California with you guys. Things are shutting down again. It's getting nuts. Uh, we can't even go out to restaurants supposedly now. You know, even the outdoor, they're shutting down the outdoor restaurants. Um, yeah, depending on the counties, LA yeah, County. It's uh, it's pretty crazy right now. Uh, so let's start with let's start with Andy. Where, hey Andy, where did you go today to get some food? <laughs> oh, like well, he ate food. Luckily, uh, in Orange County, we can still eat outside, which okay. means that's a adjacent to a restaurant under an easy up. Um, but uh, if only you were used to eating meals under an easy up. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> that's right. So, uh, Never we did go to a right. to a neighborhood staple, which yep. all three of you have been to, the Salty Dog Cafe. Great burgers there. Ca I remember you cafe, know. really. Yeah, I know. It's really tavern, but I wanted to say cafe to make it sound fancy. Uh, fair, fair enough. That's tough. Uh, what about, it says, have you, been, have you been cooking at home at least? Like, oh, dude, you, you know me. You, I can, always you cook. can throw down. We always cook. We're going to do some uh, We're gonna do some pulled pork tomorrow. Uh, it's been a while. We did we did uh, carne asada the other day and uh, Philly nice. cheesesteaks. Um, See, I'm talking that. That's you know, I, did, I, I didn't actually cook, but the, uh, on Saturday I had to uh, – I didn't have to, but you know, coming up, on, coming up on 25 years with the wife, and the, the ring was getting old, so we had to re-up the ring. So we went to downtown LA on Saturday and nice. re-up the ring. Yep. Um, had to had to put a brand new go kart chassis on her finger. Um, <laughs> and and then to be fancy, I took her to the original Tommy Burger Shack down on Ooh, Beverly. Nice. Wow. Well played, right. sir. Af after the sun was down. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. oh, I, I, I want a death wish. We had, we had Grace with us, too, so it's okay. But we did order at the counter, and there's no tables or chairs there. You just eat there up at a chest-high counter with, you yeah. know, with uh, um, oh, yeah. paper towel hangers right there. So, yeah. so that was the latest great meal because you got to have at least one of those or two of those a year, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, hey. But tomorrow's okay. pulled pork because Trevor's yeah. coming home from college. Wow. Then, All right, uh, and then we got Thanksgiving. So, nice. uh, so that's, nice. that's that's a cooking trip for the day. So you got you got the whole family back home for uh, for Thanksgiving. Trevor's coming down from Montana. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, he just finished up. Um, they moved their schedule a couple weeks early, so they started way in early early uh, August mm -hmm. to be done by Thanksgiving. So he did his last final today. He's done, and that way they don't have to come to Thanksgiving, go back for two or three weeks, and infect the world. Blah 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 blah. Right. So. We got him home for six or seven weeks. So oh, that's cool. So oh, nice. we, hold on. So we know what Saisman's been cooking. We'll get to Pierre in a second. David, which, I was going to say, we got to go to oh, Cole. That'll be yeah. a quick segment. David, what particular frozen pizza did you make this week? <laughs> Red Baron? <laughs> I, I made spaghetti for lunch. So that mm. was good. Uh, Out of a can. And then, and I was going to say <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Spaghetti. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Spaghetti. Oh. <laughs> And uh, uh, we ordered out today. We had Vitaly, so I had pizza. There you go. <laughs> See, I knew it. 
Uh, what about you? I was going to make ta- I was going to make tacos, but I didn't have you know they wanted to eat to take out, so I didn't make tacos. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Beer? Beer. I knew you've been knocking it out over there. Uh, we've been killing it on a little bit of stuff. Um, the recent uh, hit was uh, pot roast, which is going to sound really weird, but I've never been able to do a decent pot roast, and I slayed it the other day, and it was pretty damn tasty. Nice I think the uh, the <clears throat> the best uh, of the pandemic feeding was the uh, tomahawk ribeye bison i saw that that looked pretty good yeah with uh with crispy onions and like a bang bang shrimp on top with a uh, garlic herb butter and you know nice wine and yeah we we, you know we've taken the opportunity to you know pretty much blow through like butcher box any of the you know the mail order places that you are still shipping and you know trying to help out you know wherever we can on you know getting some takeout here and there but i mean Bummer, I have to eat steak. Yeah, so Cole, Cole and yeah. Andy, this is the kind of food you get to eat when you don't have to pay for kids in college. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I think I there is. So I my, feel a lot. My, ooh, Trev, Trevor today's trip to uh, to uh, Bevmo was pretty good, right? Yeah, I bet, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> One textbook today, worth. Today. So, That's you right. know, our, our, uh, our Christmas is always uh, homemade pizzas, right? We make a bunch of 12-ounce, excuse me, 12-inch pizzas, yeah. you know, roll, roll them on the grill, all my day. Today, I think I decided I want to do a primer for Christmas. Ooh, there you go. Well, you've I got think. that butcher uh, right by your place there. Go get one yep. from him. By the way. Um, you got a refill? Eric? <laughs> I like uh, it. Well played, sir. Uh, while you're getting filled up, uh, I haven't done a ton of cooking out here yet at the RV, but uh, knocked out a when did you? When did you get there? Uh, when did I get here? About a week and a half ago? Week and a half ago, yeah. I went up to, went up to LAKC this weekend because I needed to, needed to smell some uh, go kart fumes, which was cool. But on Saturday night, I knocked out an eighteen person paella. Knocked it out pretty good. It was good. It was really good. The only time I ever had paella. No, 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 that one, that one, not the other one. Um, only time I had paella paella was when we were in Valencia, Spain, for the Rotex World, yeah. and they made and they made it with real rabbit. So that's I, what so, I'm talking about. So that was the that was the that was our thanks. Actually, oddly enough. That was our Thanksgiving meal in Valencia, I think, in 14 for the Rotex World. Which and is that, is, awesome. that is original Paella Valenciana for sure. Got to have right. a rabbit in there. Yep, I don't want to sure. talk about my uh, Thanksgiving meal in 2006 in Valencia. No. No? What did you, what did you have? We, did, we didn't have anything because we were on a train to Valencia. Oh, that's right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. From the, <laughs> You're going they, from they, the Rotex. They didn't have pizza? No, it was no. Uh, it's a long story, but uh, yeah, it, Valencia. We had a good time there, but uh, listen, we we go to the Rotax Worlds in two thousand six in Portugal, and you know the, the the amount of food that's there, the, the the steak and the it's it's interesting food. I'm loving it. You know, steak on a stick and all the fish and everything. We found a pizza place one time, and Cole was in. You know, that was his like a little life for for a little bit. And then on the way back to Porto, we had to stop and get fuel for the rental car, and they had a Burger King there. Oh geez, here we oh, go. Cole and I have been with each other at that point for over two weeks because we did the Super Nationals, flew straight from the Super Nats to Portugal. So we believe like we're we're already sick of each other, and he's eating this this Whopper like it's the best thing that he's ever had. And I'm looking across the table like I hate you so much. <laughs> not, not, not just a Whopper, a gas station Burger King Whopper. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, King Whopper. It was better than the ham sandwich we had on Thanksgiving. Believe he was he was on that thing like he was on his high school girlfriend. I mean, he was yeah. all over it. So hold on, listen. So here to wrap that up, after the Formula BMW World Final, we come back to Madrid before for a couple of days before we take off. 
Right. You know, I'm going out. I'm having like late night meals. Uh, you know, like tapas at two in the morning. David, where do we go for dinner for one day in Madrid? I went twice. I went to Hard Rock Cafe. I have the shot glass right over there to tell tell me. God. Hard Rock Cafe. In hey, now now mind you, at that time, my food range was a little bit shortened. It's expanded now. You, 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 you have grown a lot on, on that aspect. You know? He's come a long way for sure. There's no doubt yeah. about that. We, we, just had, we just had Outback Sunday since we weren't in Vegas. So I had to right. order order my steak dinner from Outback since we weren't in Vegas and yep. got it medium. I used to get well done. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So who is that, Eric? Who is that, Eric? Phone's oh. ringing. I love it. Phone's ringing. That's typical. Right. Six. It's six for twenty at night. Yeah. Right. We're still here, and the phone's still ringing. Yeah, you know. Hey, this was a great day. So I got to talk about today. Yeah. I have to talk about before we get going. And you said there's going to be forty five minutes. Yeah, we're fifteen minutes. We're fifteen minutes in, and we haven't talked about anything except food and booze. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. We, we, we got the best. Right cheers. back at you guys. Cheers, cheers boys. Cheers, See you. Cheers. So this was a great, great day. So I had a couple old friends stop by, and he's going to poke his head in. Come on. Come on in here. So Eric Cullenberg stopped yeah. in today. Right? Eric Cullenberg, long, long time, 35-plus year go-carter, right? Yeah. Worked with a lot of big names. The biggest introduction to our latest group of go-carters is Jordan Musser, right? He's the guy that brought Jordan <laughs> to the big stage. That's it. You know, That's true. You know, 18 years ago or – and um, man, Eric stopped by. Oddly enough, hey, knucklehead, come here. <laughs> yeah, you. No, no, I got narrowed the other one. So, hey, David. He's in town. He was in town today to meet. Uh, he's he's just taking a vacation. He was coming to meet Mike Mountner to pick up a bicycle. Mike works for Santa Cruz. He came to pick up a bike, and uh, unfortunately, he's not good to drive home now because we took him on an FDK <laughs> drive around. Yeah. But uh, what a great day to see a couple of your good old friends, man, from the old days. And me. And, well, he's with me every day. But to oh, see these uh, beer. Oh my God! Yeah, Sean <laughs> You can see what kind of day it's been, right? Wow! These guys are, are, they, I, these I, guys I, are not experiencing the FDK ways. Yeah, right. I love that guy. So I just wanted to say <laughs> hype out because this is a great, this is a great, great, great afternoon. I just want to say thank you to my two friends for coming That's by. Awesome. And That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. You guys are obviously on the pipe all afternoon. That's good. I met the exhaust pipe. I know. You, just just say hi. Just wave hi. All of a sudden, here goes a Santa Cruz bicycle. Here's the plug. Here's the Santa Cruz bicycle plug. That's going to hit me in the head. I need one of those. All right, Does it come go. in man colors? Does it come in man <laughs> colors, Sean says? No, this, it's good. this is man colors. All right, perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, we're going to start talking business. Appreciate you guys coming by today. It's fun. Keep hanging out because we got more booze to drink. There you go. All right. So you know, let's jump into this, the serious side of this happy hour with Howden face to face because it, it, Andy, we talk about we're kind of like talking about COVID and how we've all been cooking our own food and Cole's been ordering food in. We've all been ordering food in, dude. The, the COVID thing. Let's be real. Let's let's get back to what March, April, May. You guys are getting ready to start the. You you, you had this, this challenge in the Americas, yeah. first two rounds, record numbers at Cal Speed. You know, you and I are talking on the Saturday night making smash burgers, dude. When we get to uh, Sonoma, it could be 170. I know, yeah, it's good. It uh, 170. Trust me, trust me I was uh, right? super, super freaking excited for. Yeah, sure. maybe 200. Like it was just that there was so much. Yeah, momentum. you don't know. You don't. You just don't know, right? You, you just don't, don't know. know. Yeah. So so much momentum. 
then we shut down, of course, in the middle of March. You're not able to get your finale done. You cap it off with a couple of weekends. Did the the, the best thing to do, but you got to turn around and do California Rock Championship, right? That's that's a program you know you knew was going to grow more than it was in 2019. Talk a little bit about some of the about the stresses. You guys kind of rolled the dice and took a race to Phoenix, California Rock Cha- Championship, but you went to Phoenix. Uh, to get a race in because the COVID, you know, the COVID uh, mandates were a little lighter there. You were able to get a race in, not just for yourself, not just for your crew, but for all the teams and drivers who want to do some racing, get some money in the bank. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Most recently, Leading Edge Motorsports and Greg Bell helped guide Danny Formel to victory at both the Rock the Rio and the Supercarts USA Super Nationals 23. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the western importer for IP karting, which includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports is already looking forward to the 2021 season, which begins with the Challenge of the Americas, the premier winter series on the West Coast under the Rock Cup USA banner. Leading Edge Motorsports is also eyeing the Florida Winter Tour and several other programs. Arrive and drive services to cart preparation and driver coaching are all available under the LEM 10 throughout 2021. Greg Bell has been building racing engines for over 20 years, and he's excited with the continuing growth of his new Mega Power race motor building program. It doesn't matter what color your chassis is, choose Mega Power to get to the front. For more information, click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com and find them on Facebook. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine, and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. For sure. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll preface this by saying those of us in the promotions business, I don't... I don't want to say that we owe the teams anything because we are we are symbiotic on each other, right? We rely on each other for our for our uh, our incomes. But obviously, we take a risk because there. Are, if we didn't have races, teams have nowhere to go. So we do need to take a little bit of a risk. 
we do have a, a bit of a higher reward ratio when we put on when we put on races and have a risk. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when we closed down in March, I mean, dude, we were closed here. There, there were seven months that, sorry, seven weeks. My front doors were locked. Like, yeah. I came in at night. I was kind of hiding from my landlord, so I wouldn't have to pay rent or you know, pay you know, pay a little lighter rent. <laughs> yeah. He's not good with the internet, so he's not watching tonight. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, I'd come in at night and fill two waters. But I mean, you know, like in for seven weeks, I think I, I think my my gross income was like four thousand dollars, right? Which you know, after yeah. renting everything, I made twelve bucks. Yeah. So um, <laughs> nice. It's the he's play within to, the play within the well, Facebook well, within Eric, the live Eric is trying to justify to his wife that he hasn't been out all day with us, but he has been out all day with us. <laughs> he's um, working really hard. He's a, you know, so so yeah, obviously when we were when we were out, man, I I didn't know what we were gonna do. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, California was still locked down and uh, Phoenix made the announcement they were gonna have a club race. And I'm like, oh, well, can we do that? So I loaded up my customer, uh, Ed Quinn, you know, and obviously my business is mostly on the, and the promotion yep. and di distribution side with the tires and the, and the engines and parts now, which is what we just signed on to this year, which, which has been an amazing, amazing thing for the West coast. Um, I sounded like Trump there, didn't I? Tremendous, huge, tremendous, <laughs> huge thing deal. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, Ed, let's go. So we loaded up his cart. We threw in the truck. We drove there. Left at 10 in the morning. Drove to Phoenix. You went old school three. in the back of the pickup truck? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, that's my 10 mil. Yeah, exactly. It's everybody's 10 mil. <laughs> it's probably Musser's. Yeah, well, there's that too. Well, yeah, hello with that guy. So uh, so we, we rolled out there. I went. I watched how they ran the deal. By the way, shout out from Ed Quinn. Uh, thank you, Ed. Hello, buddy. Good old Ed. Good old Ed Quinn. But yeah, Ed, Ed came and raced with it. He raced. He had a good time. I watched how they ran things. And I'm like, okay. So that night I talked to the to the president. I'm like, can we put a race on here? Like, can we do this? She said, yeah. Yeah, yeah let me check. Let me check with the county and see if I can get our little our permit extended. Yada, 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 yada. And, and by Tuesday, she says, yeah, we're in. I said, all right, I'm on. So it was worth it's worth the risk, right? It's worth the risk. There's a lot of pent up, a pent up aggression, a pent up demand, man. and um, we rolled it out. And man, like like you said, right? The the CRC California Rock Championship started with what twenty seven entries, Sean. The first, yeah, I, I don't think we cracked thirty. All right, right. I think we had twenty seven in uh, at Button Willow in May of nineteen, and I think we had twenty eight at Willow in June of nineteen. Oh, yeah. Right. So it was like. My God, there's a fast way to lose twenty grand in a, in a five weeks, right? <laughs> and but, uh, have, have the punishment of having to be in Button Willow and Button Willow. Willow, and Willow. Willow. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, well, let's do it. I mean, I I got to take a risk, and God bless it. I mean, uh, you know, the community was was fired up. They wanted to come, and we we crushed it. We had 105 entries. I'm like, oh, okay. Jeez. Like people people want to race. Like we want to get back at this, right? So and to put it in one, perspective, Challenge in the Americas when it first moved to Rock wasn't even at that high. No, we had seventy-two at our fat. Exactly. Our so yeah, yeah. Right. With, right. with other support classes too. Challenge of the Americas had a hundred and six at Tucson in January of this year. Right. Before yeah. we got to one hundred and forty-two at 
you know, at uh, Cal at Cal, Cal Speed, Speed, and was going to get bigger, right? So yeah, 105 was was knocking it out of the park. Um, I mean, it was a little bit more than I mean, obviously more than you expected, but the more than you really had planned for too, because you know, not having anybody other, you know, putting on promotions and like this. I mean, you were basically you know bird dogging it for everybody else on what all the COVID protocols were you know, contactless registration, having to wear masks in the pits, limiting the number of people in the pits and everything. And so, I mean, you ended up with 40 people more than what we were really guessing of having to, you know, coordinate all of that with the, hey, True. you know, the CRC is a good opportunity to, you know, get this because it's not going to be thousand entries where, yeah. you know, we're going to have to do this. It was, but it was a bigger bump than what, you know, we had, we figured people were jonesing for it, but not to that extent. I know, Andy, when you, when you and I talked, you said you're going to be pretty diligent. You guys had, it was, it was really driver and mechanic. That's it, right? I don't think you, did you? Have, yeah, we set a rule. We said, look, we put a rule out there. We said, you know, a driver and mechanic, if you're a minor, you're allowed a parent, right? Yeah. So, you know, and we're just trying to, and, and I didn't, it's a bad term, but I didn't want to be a Nazi about it, right? Because karting is a family sport, but understand as a promoter, as a guest promoter at a facility, the last thing I want to do is allow a thousand people in and have Phoenix Club get shut down because of something I did. Yeah, I right? especially since that place is volatile anyway. On right, you have, it's on the, county, the county land. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have a lot of I don't want to say hoops, but obviously it's county land. It's it's Army Corps of Engineers land. It's I mean, there's it's a in lot a of flood things, zone. Right? right. I mean, we've dealt through that for years, right? But so I did. I didn't want to be the reason why they had any more problems later in the year so i absolutely wanted to be by the book you got a little pushback right i had some parents well i have a family of 16 and i gotta all be there because you know right no there's there's the parking lot yeah we just can't and if you want to stand outside the fence and not come in i i can't control who walks into the outer gate but i can certainly control who comes in the inner gate now obviously you bend the rules. There's some team managers that don't have a, they're not a mechanic. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, we, we work with, within our sport. There and was the some rules. flexibility. Right. Of course yeah, yeah. there's flexibility. Right. But, yeah. but, and then, and then the flip side is then the dads are like, well, God, you let that guy and he's not a mechanic, but, but really like, that's the guy running the team of 12 people who are here. Give me a freaking break. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and that's the data guy. Like, Okay. I can I can move a, a person or two one way or the other. Just don't bring me a family at eight for one kid card, right? Yeah. So so the bottom line is we got it done. It was an unbelievable event. I mean, I got to tell you a little quick side story that you know that that property is built on a lot of donated stuff. So all the lights are donated. So they're on some crazy four eighty um, electrical power thing. The a fuse blew right as our main started. Right. A, a 480 fuse is about the size of this water bottle. <laughs> I was going to go with my legs, but okay. All right. Well, yeah, you are ski. Well, if you're calves, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it shuts down, and we're scrambling to find, you know, are we going to have to shut this down? Right? There's no car race that's without some measure of drama, right? Yeah, that's right. Like burnt trailers, <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. Right? So, so – one of the one of the dads is an electrician, uh, Chris Hendricks, who's Micah Hendricks' dad. Yep. He went out there. They found a, a spare fuse. They found the thing, and he's opened up the box, and we're looking at it. And I will remember this day as long as I live. 
And uh, God bless Chris Hendricks. Thank you. If you're listening, thank you. If you're not, whoever's listening, say thank you. Thank you anyway, Ray. And, yeah. and, Chris, and Chris gloves up with a rubber glove and pulls the old fuse out. And they're doing it live, right? There's no shutting down 480 power, right? Nope. Like, no. This is, I, this I is, do not care. Do not ask me to do that. Right. <laughs> Ever, right? Ever. He grabs the fuse and he's a very religious man. And he looks up and I remember this to the day. He says, Lord, I've served you the best I can in the days I've been on this earth. If you take me today, know that I love you. And he popped the, the fuse in. What? If I have to say a prayer before I do anything for you, I quit. <laughs> you probably do. But it was, I'm telling you, you guys know me. I got, I, I'm literally, I have tears streaming down my face, right? This man right. saved my race, right? No, and no, I, save the season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably more accurate, you know? right? The lights go back on and people are screaming, right? We're like, by the way, it's not 20 laps. We're going 12 lap mains. We're doing this. The club right, screaming. We, we, have a, we, have a, a we can't go past 10 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, we're yeah. going past 10 o'clock. They're like, you can't. I'm like, we're going. They're like, I'm not, I'm, like, I'm sorry. But Girl, green, green, green. Yeah. Do this. We got, we got it done, right? So what people don't see from, right? All the stuff that we deal with, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you, hold on, hold on. That's it. You, that you are all on the inside, right? You all see the inside stuff that we, me, etc., all deal with, right? So it's those stories. You're like, if I had a couple words, I got a couple words to say, but we got it done. Thank you, Chris Hendricks, man. He saved the season for sure. That's better. Scott. Yeah, I mean, every, he saved carding on the West Coast because <laughs> that, dude, on, honestly, that was the inspiration of the everybody dude, the dude prayed and, and everybody and put, up put can, the fuse can, in. Can do it. Hey, yeah. So, so how how does that race and that moment set the tone for the rest of the CRC? Um, unbelievably, right? So the CRC last year, as we, as I said, we had. It was all standalone. We had two events with 27 people at them. The third one I had to cancel. And then the fourth one we combined with Calvin Chen's FKC and yep. CalSpeed, right? Which we got about 70, which is, man, if, if you run as lean as lean can be, which I know how to do, I can get it to about break even, right? I'm not losing any money. I'm not mm -hmm. making a dime, but I'm losing the money. So the CRC first year was a great big $15,000, $20,000 loss. Great job, Andy. You're amazing. <laughs> Right. It's just it was just beer's uh, salary, right? That's all. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> but man, that race saved it. So, so this year I had done a deal where I, I had two standalones and then two that we had uh, co-opted with Rock Sonoma, where I'm the West Coast tire distributor, so we supply all the tires anyway to the series and the teams. I'm now the West Coast uh, fuel uh, fuel uh, engine and parts distributor, so we supply the parts. So. Eric and I came up there with the trailer. We were there for tire and part support, right? We supplied everything. Steve and his crew up at Cameron ran the race. So we did that for two races, right? So the next race was June. He ran it. It was great, right? He ran it. They who normally up there average about 70, right? We were almost 100. So again, they got a good bump. We had our guys go up there. It was great. Because obviously the CRC is a bunch of NorCal and a bunch of SoCal. So we had a nice bump. Uh, but now we also threw in the a bunch of guys from Phoenix. Yeah, right. So now some Phoenix guys came. So it was yeah. a nice, right? So now we're averaging 100, right? Where last year we averaged 27. Yeah, yeah. right. There uh, goes 26, my, there go, between the 25 and 27. There goes yeah. my 10% growth theory. Yeah, yeah, 10%, right? 400% right? growth. Right, right, well, this this is regional. It's not international. You don't have to right. count it that way. Yeah, exactly. 
And then, uh, and then round three, because of COVID and because of everything else, we'd moved some dates. So I was able to get a date at CalSpeed. So I said, well, we'll just take a shot at CalSpeed. And CalSpeed was our lowest, but to be honest, it was against, it was against uh, the promoter tour at Newcastle. Um, but there were a lot of people that were not going to make that journey. So I said, you know what, let's have a, have a place for them because August yeah. was pretty much shut down here locally. And uh, we had about 70 there. Great. Right. Had a good show. Was able to break even on that deal. Got people. And then we ended the season again at, at uh, Sonoma with another about 100. Yeah. So I say we were pretty close. We were in the upper 90s as far as uh, average. So like I said, went from 27. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. even yeah. if you averaged the 70, we had the last one. Okay. It averaged 40. Um, and then uh, got to a, about 100 at every round this year, roughly. So from from a risk reward standpoint it was huge for me it was huge for the teams and it was huge for the community i mean yeah. it, it gave them a place it gave them uh you know a little bit of you know i mean it sounds so, so sappy but it gave them a little hope like okay we can we can do this you know yeah yeah 100 like listen i think that that happened everywhere around the country right the minute uh the minute some races started rolling, it's a big, let's say, battle at the Brickyard. You know, Dave and I got a chance to race. I think a lot of those big races gave people hope that they weren't going to be done for the season. They were going to be able to do some of the things they really wanted to do in the yeah, summer. Yeah, and it was all about adaptability. It was yeah. taking what it is in the, the given area that you that you were working with and then, you know, unpacking all of that into something that you could, uh, you know, work with. Good well, job with the unpacking because unpacking is really important. Right now. That's what I hear. You, you hey. talked you talked about I just kind of wanted to go into a little bit more about the COVID. You talked about how Phoenix is di was a little bit different. You're talking about how counties just in LA are different from one another. Oh yeah. What what were the differences between Phoenix to Sonoma and then Sonoma to Calspe? What were Great kind question, of the differences? Because even when we were at Battle of the Brickyard, it was okay, masks were 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 uh suggested, and then come Friday, it was mandatory. You know, right. and then stuff okay. like that. So it, it was different all throughout the year for all these different facilities. Well, you you, you got to figure just you know the uh, you know the sheer population of where everybody lives in California. You know, Fontana is you know San Bernardino County, which is you know one of the largest counties in the entire country. Mm -hmm. But you know, it does it's not like the most populated uh, county in the country. Whereas right. Sonoma was on you know you figure when we started our lockdown in you know March. Dude, NorCal was the epicenter for all of California. Like it, right. it, it spread out from the, from there. And okay. so it was, you know, that was that was place was was hit really, really hard. And then, you know, once California went into it, you know, Arizona's a little bit on the wild west aspect on, you know, any given day for things with yeah. you know, day like savings time and stuff like that. And then they just don't have the population numbers. So I mean, you know, Phoenix is their biggest city and it's nowhere near as big as, you know, you know, San Diego. You know, so they, you know, being on the uh, outskirts there, they were, you know, one, they're a little bit more uh, lenient on their rules to begin with. But then on top of that, you know, they didn't have near the infection numbers, even, you know, per capita that we were having in you California. You also have to fact factor in who owns the facility, right? I was just going to say you that too. Yeah. like CalSpeed and Sonoma are owned and by gigantic corporations, right. indie right. gigantic and, corporation, right? So you add those levels of... Um, you know, liability Scrutiny. concerns and lawyers and levels, right? That and other, has, other races that they don't want to affect as well, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you go to CalSpeed now. So CalSpeed still today has a limit on 500 people maximum for any event, right? So 
and and that and that right now goes for um, challenge, right? So I'm I'm still going to have to worry about in January we open there. Say say we get 200 entries. I don't know, mm -hmm. right? I'm gonna have to go back to one driver, one mechanic, and maybe a parent, right? Because 500 people is comes pretty quick, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yep. right. And and where 500 is is that an arbitrary number? Yeah, I don't like. I don't know where the hell does five hundred come from, right? It's a freaking three hundred acre, ten thousand acre facility. You say five hundred per square right? inch, right. right? Right. So I, I don't know where they came up with it, but it's the rules, so I got to follow them. So, but a place like Phoenix or a place like Willow or Button Willow or whatever, or even Newcastle, right? They they operate in different parameters. It's it's almost like Sean said. You have the counties and what's going on in the county, but it's almost who who the umbrella starts with, or, you know, what corporation and work down from there. Yeah, and the connection and the and the level of connection to the the local health authorities, or whatever it is, right? right for sure, for, yeah. sure, for and, sure, right. And so, if you have to answer to anybody else, because I mean, yeah, whether Rob Niles wanted to be open or not, he's not the boss of California Speedway. Yeah. So right. I mean, you know, he he's he's limited to what he can do at that facility, and then that facility is limited to what you know Speedway Corp or whoever owns you know the entire the entire yeah. thing. Is you know laid out for you know across the nation, and then we go back to the last race at, at Sonoma, right? The, the the CRC finale at Sonoma. We're having our wildfires, right? So that so the air quality was horrendous. We sat at Sonoma on Friday, and they shut down Sonoma on Friday, right? We're sitting there because of the air quality, because they won't subject because they have they have a limit on air quality, right? There's some there's some rating, right? There's a wow. good news is you already had a, a mask. I already had a mask, right? We're already there. But those masks, somehow those masks protect the microscopic virus, but not against the particulate. But that's another story for another day. It adds smoke flavor to Angelo's jerky, though. It's okay. Yes, it does, buddy. That's true. God bless Angelo's. That's the only bright spot. But we were literally shut down on Friday with, you know, 100 drivers there waiting to get on track. And we couldn't get on track, like the whole facility. There was a big West Coast uh, club drag racing show there with 300 entries. Couldn't take the track because the track was closed down. On Friday. They called us at 5 a.m. on Saturday morning. Once again, promoter first world problems. 5 o'clock Saturday morning when when the um, the air quality index or whatever got to a certain level to tell us that we can even operate that weekend. And once it hit that level, they said, yes, you're good. Good to go. I mean, dude, wow. I, mean, this, I mean, this, as you, everybody knows, right? This, this year has been horrendous on everybody. The fact that so many of us have been able to survive. It's been great. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I want to go back to, I want to go back to what a word Sean used. Cause I want to get into really? 20, I, yeah. I want to get wow. into, I want to get into 2021 in a second. Was it, was it douche or unpacked? <laughs> yeah. I, well, just the fact that Sean is being quoted, that's, that's hard to believe. Uh, uh, right. Uh, on vocabulary listen, words of all of it. Thanks. He used the word adaptability. Right. And I yeah. think that's that was one of the big words, the big the concepts what you did before we jump into 2021. I want to talk a little bit about adaptability, because to be honest, I'm one of the guys that never thought it was going to happen. But somehow, somehow Rock Cup USA was able to put on the Rock the Real event. And right, but it, moon landing happened. So that's very true. Well, I, I, that, we could talk all earth, about that. The earth is flat, right? And I'm a flat earther. No, <laughs> um, to be honest. So. So this event gets in, in the books, Rock the Rio, Garrett Potter put in the time, was able to somehow figure out a way to get a race in. And when it was all said and done, I sent him a text. It, it was just to, to say congrats and to say, hey, you know what? 
that event was really good for all the teams in Q4. Right. Obviously, obviously, Andy, what you were able to do in Q2 at Phoenix kind of rolled through what happened in, in, in Q3, you know, the middle of the, the middle of the year. But to, I think they able to, to however Garrett was able to put that race on at the Rio. And like I said, I didn't I just like in August, September, I'm like, there's just no way Vegas is going to be op- able to open up. There's no way this is going to be able to happen. But it does. The race goes on. Big success. Great racing. But the bottom line is really solid, uh, really solid revenue for the teams at a really crucial time. Oh, I, I agree. I mean, it's uh, all credit. Uh, I, I talked to Garrett today, and I tried to get him to come on. Uh, he said he'd be watching, so I don't know if he's clicked in or if he said hello. But, um, you know. Oh, so I'm, him saying no, that explains why I'm allowed on this program. <laughs> <laughs> I accept continue, it. It's fine. So, I mean, uh, all credit. I mean, Garrett and his staff pulled off. A freaking miracle, right? I mean, uh, Garrett and Ursula and Robbie Poupart, right? But, but it's Garrett. I mean, Garrett. Uh, I talk as as much, as much as whoever's watching this. I know Garrett does not return your phone calls or your texts or your emails, <laughs> right? I talk to Garrett probably four or five times a week. I talk to Garrett twice today. Um, uh, but Garrett and I, in some respects, even though he represents a, Garrett and I are partners, right? So we have we take each other's phone calls no matter what. Yeah. Um, what he pulled off was something short of a miracle. And let me tell you, for the month of October, that dude probably got 10 hours of sleep. Right. I mean, just the, just the worries and the, the late night texts and the, and the things like, like I'm going to speak a little bit out of turn. I'll give everybody a little bit of tiny bit of insight that I can talk about. We pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Experience and passion. That's what led to the launch of Amax Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began Amax Racing in 2015, expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for drivers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, Amax Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, Amax Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the Amax Racing family at the WK Manufacturers Cup Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, and local events around the Indianapolis area. The operation is also set to compete at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals later this season. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886 or find them on Facebook. Amax Racing, all of your karting needs under 110. Every winter, young drivers take the leap up to the next class. Whether it's micro to mini, mini to junior, or the big jump from junior into the senior ranks, it's tougher competition. If your son or daughter are moving up a class in 2020, give them exactly what they need to be ready professional coaching from the most respected teacher in the sport. With over 30 years of karting experience, Alan Rudolph and his staff at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy specialize in training young racers and accelerating their skills so that they're ready for the next challenge. Don't just invest in equipment, invest in your driver. Bring them to the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston and invest in their skill development. 
Get them ready to take on that next on-track challenge, better prepared than ever. Get ready for 2020 by calling the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy at 866-607-7223. Head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. They gave him a plan early, um, but it was but it was a a plan that wouldn't work. Like they wanted the state wanted a bubble where everybody stayed at the Rio, stopped at the Rio. We couldn't leave the Rio. Like it was like Shawshank. Like we yeah. weren't leaving, right? And NBA. they were going to yeah, but they were going to yeah. open the hotel to us. Uh, there were going to be one restaurant open, one bar open, not one gaming table open. We couldn't leave. If we left, we couldn't come back. Well, come on, dude. But we know we know our we know our community. One go kart mechanic um, has too much to drink. Steps out, wants to go to a strip club, comes back. He's not allowed in the property. Give me a break, right? It's not going to happen, right? We're looking but, at you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Josh. Uh, well, whatever. So, Josh, John, Ingelheimer, Schmidt, whoever. Right? right. So obviously that was that was untenable. That was not going to work. Right. He had another plan in place, and then the governor released the thing that said, "Hey, well, we're going to be open, but it's going to be we're going to release it to a thousand people, and yada yada yada." Right. So they had so they released the restrictions. In that time, somebody called, and I don't know who. We don't know who. Somebody called and complained and said, "Oh my God, uh, this race can't go on. This is a this is a breach of." You know, what's fair, what's right, blah, blah, blah. Now, only somebody within our industry would ever call, and that's bullshit, but whatever. Anyway, he worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and got it done. And uh, I can tell you quite honestly that it, it takes 300 entries to make that. We've all heard it, but we all know it. It takes 300 entries to make that race break even, right? You guys know. Rob, you know. Dave, you yeah, know. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a colossal amount of money. Cheers. So. If, and if, a colossal commitment, not knowing what you know, finalizing things in September going going forward oh, and everything. Right. Oh, it's, it's you're always rolling the dice. You are for you're sure. always rolling the dice, right? Yeah. And it wasn't a it wasn't a race that had 500 entries the past five or six years. You know, it's a race that just barely hit five, 300 last year. So even as best, it was going to break even. Um, but it, they took the risk, right? Garrett took the risk and dropped it on the ground. And man, I you know I'm glad he did. Um, you know, it gave it gave the community some hope. It gave the community a ton of momentum. It gave a lot of teams and shops uh, the shot in the arm they needed to get through what's going to be a couple months of this winter, right? Said, it's that before. event probably probably paid the mortgage for about twenty five teams, you know, right. or, yeah. and probably That's another and not probably another hundred mechanics. Yeah, truck truck tra payments, trailer payments, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, yeah. right? I was blessed. I'm I'm a distributor. I went there. Eric and I, everybody knows this. We have about four or five masters drivers that travel with us when they feel like racing. When they don't, they don't. They couldn't race. Eric and I pulled the trailer out there. I had to be out there for marketing reasons, so because I like to talk to people. You know me. We what? set up the trailer. We set up. We set up the easy up. We set the full bar up, and we called our trailer the emotional support vehicle. <laughs> if your driver was pissing you off. Come on by. We got some music playing and a cocktail. Did you wear? Did you wear a vest? Did you wear an emotional support vest? No, 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 no. I had my FTK vest on. But, he, he, uh, he didn't need to be cleared through TSA. He was okay. That's no, true. exactly. Right. He's, so he's so people, people just came out and hung out, hung out during the day, hung out at night. I mean, 
I had so much fun. I had no responsibility. I had made no, I made no money, but I, I had, I had no responsibility. I had the greatest time. I had the whole race staff there two or three nights in a row at the end of their day being yelled at and everything else. They came and had some whiskey and some vodka and some beer and just freaking laugh for a couple hours. I mean, that's, it's, it's perfect, right? It's what I do. That's, it's what I'd love to do. Right. Yeah. So it was great. Um, the success of that event, if that doesn't build rock momentum for 21 and the years to come, I don't know what does because, man, we know who, who put their balls on the line and got an event done when others wouldn't. So, I, you know, all power to Garrett and thank oh, you. Oh, for sure, street cred. Like that has to – it has to echo through the halls of carding on that they the had the uh, – Halls the, of uh, carding. Yeah, exactly. Woo! The uh, – <laughs> the uh, the intestinal fortitude to uh to to roll the dice to uh to throw it out there and and go with uh, an event at you know that kind of level and it's one thing to you know risk it to go to pkra and versus you know rent in the rio yeah it, it, just, it, it was it was for me it's just a, such a weird deal because it, like you never know with covid if there's one good thing it went the right direction because had it gone the wrong direction Man, that would have, it would have been ripples the other direction potentially, but right? Did, but it didn't, wow. right? No, but it, it didn't. Yeah, it it reminds me of 08. and uh, when when I started the challenge in two thousand eight, right? And I had and and oh eight was a freaking nightmare, right? My original schedule was Moran, Sonoma, and Xplex, and a month before my first race, Moran closed. They finally <laughs> they finally closed the deal, so I had to yeah. move it to Willow. Great, Miranda Willow, awesome, right? Then I go to Sonoma, super similar. Yeah. Then I go to Sonoma. We pull off one race day, and then on Saturday night, a freaking hurricane blows through and destroys the paddock. Oh, that's right. Right. So we cancel Sunday because there's a there's a freaking eighteen inch river running across the whole track. The third weekend and, is and at, sheep poop. If I'm not and uh, sheep poop. The third weekend is at Xplex, which hadn't held a race that? in three years. Yeah. Right. Which I had like a. A sideline wink, wink deal to even be there, right? So I didn't have a track rental, but I paid Jerry Henderson five grand. God rest his soul, R.I.P. Jerry Henderson. Um, five grand to go and uh, clean up the track. He got some guys at Home Depot and a bunch of equipment and bulldozed the paddock. And freak, I'm, I'm telling you, dude. What? I didn't know this. I haven't heard this story. Yeah. Really? Oh, uh, no, dude. I have not. He went, he went there like six weeks or a month before, bulldozed the paddock, got it flat again, painted the weed whack, mowed the whole thing down, got the facility ready to go for us. Wow. Right? Here's the, here's the best part. So, you know, the fire marshals in Vegas are super, super tough. Super yeah. tough, right? Hence, Garrett had to park for my fuel tanks this, this past week because the, fire mar the new fire marshal decided he wanted fuel tanks parked for me. Okay. Right. Which added a whole nother dynamic, right? Yeah. So I didn't have fire marshal permits. I mean, you talk about talking about rolling the dice, right? And I, I counted on a uh, calm, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Wow. Not that big. Not that big. Not my wow. problem. Not my so problem. Not my problem. <laughs> so uh, I relied on a racer's dad. There's a longtime racer, Mikey Herda, who won the Rotex, you know, won the Rotex Nationals back in 02. Yep. And um, oh four, and um, so Mikey's dad is well known in Vegas, and he's friends with Oscar Goodman, who's the ex mayor of Vegas. Oscar Goodman was the ex mob attorney in Las Vegas, right? Through all the like, remember the movie Casino? No. He was the guy who, who represented all those guys. All right. So, so 
I couldn't get fire permits, couldn't get fire permits. I reached out to Nick. He goes, all right, I'll reach out to Oscar. So a week before the race, Nick calls me. I'm like, hey, we're doing fire permits. He goes, Oscar says there will be no fire marshals working in that area of the county <laughs> when you're there. These are the droids you're looking for. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. All right. So, so Sunday night when the race was over at Xplex, the first year of the Challenge of the Americas, which everything was on the line financially for me and my family, right? We pull these races off and Sonoma gets canceled because of a hurricane, yada, yada, yada. We pull a race off at, at Xplex with fire marshal looking the other way. I literally sat on the hay bale and smoked a cigar and cried. I'm, I'm not afraid a minute. If Garrett didn't have that same emotion on Sunday at X, at, uh, at the Rio, I don't know what he had. Yeah, because, I get it. Yeah. Oh, right, he, right. he had to, for sure. Right, for sure. I mean, he 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 probably bawled like a little bitch, and I'll probably remind him of it, and he should have, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 wrap that up. Um amazing. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go to 2021 and like literally some news starts rolling out immediately. Uh I guess it's, it's I, I love the fact that we're halfway through our script. And, and we're 49 minutes in, and you thought this was going to be 45 minutes talking. Well, I didn't realize well, that. No one's watching anymore. They lost, yeah. We lost oh. them at like 37. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, listen, this works because you being the West Coast distributor for the Rock program, Andy. Um, let, let's talk. Let's briefly talk about the new tires. Levanto okay. tires from Lacant, a new branded tire. You guys go from the, the Bridgestone, Rock Cup does, to Levanto. We're rolling out with the challenge with the new rubber, right? Yes, absolutely. So my tire, the, the tires just got there this week. Obviously, the shortened week is uh, affecting shipping. Yeah. Um, my tires are due to leave on Monday. Uh, my first batch of, uh, I don't know, what is it, six pallets, whatever that is, 2,000 tires, I don't know, um, are due to leave on Monday and get here probably by next Friday, maybe the Monday, the next, next, next Friday, obviously, right? The, like the fifth or whatever it is. Um, yeah, Levanto's a big deal. I mean, obviously, you know, Bridgestone was a longtime partner of Rock, um, but uh, you know, they they made their announcement just recently. Was yeah. it two months two months ago that they were yeah. getting out of carding or whatever? And um, uh, let's be honest, that was the one complaint about the Rock program was some of the tire issues we've had. And I, I'm not, I won't shy away from it. We've had some issues. There's been some separation issues. There's been some complaints. So it was hilarious to me when Bridgestone made their made their uh, made their announcement, and people would call me, and go, "Dude, what, what are you going to do? Your tire, your tire guy's leaving." I'm like, MF, that's the one thing you ever complained about, you whiner. <laughs> like, that's the one thing you complained about to me after every race was the tire, and now I have a chance to change it, and you think I'm going to be sad, right? Yeah. So, you know, obviously anybody knows Mr. Robotsi, or even if you don't know, he, um, he, he's a businessman and he, he wants things under his control. And there are only a, only a few manufacturers that he could go to. And um, uh, a few people said, why don't you go to the tire brand that a lot of other programs are on, that tire brand that's built in Brazil. And I, and, uh, I had to bluntly tell them, understand that no manufacturer can take on I don't know, another 60% capacity, you know, 60% yeah. of uh, manufacturing over its capacity. Like That's the first check for sure. Right, yeah. right, right, right now. Right now. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, like it has to be done in a month. Like you can't, you can't take six months to ramp up. By the way, MG, uh, I know you're making, I don't know, make up a number, half a million tires a year. You got to make 900,000 tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And I don't even know the numbers, but you, you understand my point, right? 
So he has to go to a manufacturer that can that can accept it or or can adapt quickly, right? So Leconte um, has two factories. They have one in France and one in Italy. The one in Italy is literally a half hour from OTK Vortex. So how hard is that? there, of course. Yeah. How hard is that, right? Yeah. You go there, you have some measure of control, you make, you make an investment, you get the production and the control-ish you need, and you move on, right? Yeah. Um, the Leconte tire, that, or the Levanto, which is based on the Leconte that we have that they have been using for the European Championship this year. That's that's the baseline for the tire. Okay. So I don't know much about it because I still haven't had one in my hand. I don't yeah. know the durometer. I don't know the sidewall. I don't know. I don't even know the cost. But right? it's a but, it, but it's a rock specific tire. It's it's now called the K. It's called the KRT. Right. It's not the Levanto white. It's not the Levanto red or whatever it is. It's the Levanto KRT. Um, uh, obviously the pricing is going to be similar, right? There, there's no tire that's $140. There's no tire that's $290. They're all in that 220 $230 range, Whatever it is, right? Yeah, right there. Yep. That's what it costs. Um, so to everybody calling me, asking me about price, it is what it is. You're going to buy it. It's going to be within that same range. <laughs> exactly right, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm due to get the, the first batch of tires here. Let's see, they're probably due to leave Florida next Monday, which is the 30th. So I should get them by the fourth or at the latest the uh, seventh. Is that the Monday? Yeah. December seventh, Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. Right. So uh, which is also Larry Bird's birthday. Um <laughs> great shooter. And it all comes back to that. Great shooter. It comes back to basketball, buddy. French uh, lick, maybe French lick. French lick, the hint from French lick. But but so yes, we're excited, man. I mean, we're excited for for a tire that um Hopefully, we won't have any separation issues. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, like all tires. Like, like, funny story about tires, right? So, Buddy Rice and I go way, way, way back, right? So, Buddy and I, you know, we're talking one day years ago, and he says, "Nice, Dave." I know. There you go, Dave. Good job. His bill's way flatter than that, but black that's okay. socks. Yeah, I have black socks. Yeah, there you go. I, I got flip flops, but that's because we're in SoCal. How's the weather, Dave? Yeah, um, it's snowing but, today. Actually, I sent you a picture. You uh, sent oh, a picture of snow wait, on your windshield. Wait, wait. wait. Uh, let me turn down the fire. It's getting too hot. Oh, wrong way. <laughs> I hope you burn your nipples. <laughs> but when you were complaining about tires one day, right? Because every manufacturer's had tires, right? I mean, think of Newcastle a couple years ago, or Pat Sager's a couple years ago, or Bridgestones, or 25 whatever. Twenty-five years I've been doing this. There's always tr- there's always there's tires. tires. Yeah. Buddy Rice literally told me, he "Goes, do you know why IndyCar teams scuff tires to make sure we don't get a bad set? Like we scuff the tires. If there's a shitty set, we throw them out and get a new one. We scuff another set, right? So tires are tires because of because of the rubber and everything else. It's like a natural breathing thing. So yeah, there's 100%. no there's no perfect tire that has no issues. You know, you know, you know, you deal with it and you you move on, right? So did Bridgestone have a few issues that more than we wanted to deal with for sure? Did this come at a good time? Absolutely. Right. Did it, did it check off probably three of the four boxes that Mr. Robotsi wanted to check off? <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'll have him here in 10 days and we'll go from there. So boom. One, one of the things that's going to change with the new brand. And Rob's is, like, we got to try off the mini mini show. <laughs> Keep going, Dave. Dave, talk for another 20 minutes. Let's hear about it. All right. Uh, all the classes are going to be on the same compound because before Bridgestone, and we typically see that with most of the, the series in karting, is some of the slower categories or younger categories have a harder tire 
and the faster mm-hmm. categories have a softer tire. This yeah. brand will be one tire compound for the all categories, correct? Yes, and and uh, I, I have not done, like I said, I have right. not touched the tire. I have not seen the tire. So I don't know how that impacts the cadet categories. But, right? but for you as a distributor, it's got to be a lot easier. Oh, it's a thousand <laughs> times easier. I mean, it's 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 less skews, right? So So you think about... Think about from a dealer standpoint, if you have two compounds of tires, right, you have fronts and rears that match for your tag, for your one, two, five classes, your tag and your shifter, right? But then your hundreds use this tire, which is over here, but then your cadets use this front, but, yeah, right. but, but, but then you also, right? So you have to get, you know, 500 of these, 100 of these, and then 150 of these and these, right? So it's like... The programming and the management from a distributor and dealer standpoint is, I won't say a nightmare, but it's difficult, right? And it's hard for dealers, right? The, yeah. the, the distributor and the importer is the importer, right? We, we got to carry what we carry. But a dealer who, who sometimes needs the tire money to pay for their other tire bill, I mean, we know how a lot of dealers have to operate to, to eke out a business in this sport, right? If you have to now carry... Four different SKUs, but vastly different numbers in all of those different SKUs and predict and manage and program. That's that's not a skill that a lot of dealers are really proficient at. And it's a level of capital that not a lot of dealers have. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so very much so. Yes, where where we don't know, but maybe maybe the 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 four point five tire may be a little fast for the cadet. I don't know. It's still so much easier from a business standpoint for dealers to manage. I mean, does that make sense? Especially when, especially when you have dealers that now man that, that uh, you're right. There's no one program in the United States, right? We obviously have two really good programs, right? So there's a there's another program, right? The other program has four SKUs, and there's our program that has two SKUs. So now there's six SKUs of tires dealers need to manage, right? And then if they do, if they race here in Southern California with, with Tri-C, now they have Hoosier. Now you have the LO206 tire with Hoosier and the tag tire with Hoosier. Now you have 10 SKUs of tires that a dealer has to deal with. Yeah. It's, it's just hard to manage your capital and to get in and to make sure all your programming is right at the right time. So, yes, David, um, Whereas we don't know what the speed of the cadets are going to be, it's it's what's going to exist right now. Well, and there and there's room for development and down always, the road, obviously, always. because you know it's it's not just USA; it's global, right? right? So all the all the different Rock Cup programs across the across the world are going to be able to give feedback on how it performs with mini, micro, shifter carts, senior, and, and junior, and masters. So so it, tire, it could be if, two years down the road. There could be a new compound even. If that tire proves to be too fast for cadets, then we introduce one new skew, and there's a cadet skew, and then and then it's it's not as bad as introducing four new skews, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just it's just making it all work, right? And that's as you know, Rob, right? I'm going to point to Rob. We all know this, but right, the hard part about this business is making sure the business makes sense for the community, and and we all have to operate within what works for us, right? What the end user sees as what's perfect is not what the business user, business owner sees as perfect, and it's way different from the promoter, right? We're all different, right? Yeah. But we all we all need not one of those pieces would exist without the other piece. So we need to make sure it's at least seventy five percent of what's right for everybody. 
Well, I, 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 I kind of always a little bit lean to the industry because a strong industry is what you need to have a strong participation base, right? Correct. If the industry is not strong, the participation base drivers have to kind of give up a little bit every once in a while mm. to make sure that the industry is super strong because that's the mm. base. That's the, that's, the, that's the solid that they need to make sure the sport keeps moving forward. Absolutely. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. There's simply nothing like entering the tunnel at the Daytona International Speedway, and Margay Racing is proud to provide a unique opportunity for Ignite Racers in December. This year's Daytona Kart Week, hosted by the World Karting Association, opens the door for this chance, and Margay is offering up a 3-2-1 prospect. Three days of racing, two different tracks, all with one cart and one set of tires. The Dash at Daytona is providing Ignite drivers in senior, masters, and junior with the opportunity to race at both the 24-hour Roval course with the WKA Road Racing Series and the traditional sprint track for the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series program. Ignite karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing chassis mated with the Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. It's all made in the USA. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 package, which puts the emphasis squarely on the driver. This unique and historic Florida event kicks off the 2021 Ignite Major schedule. Learn more about the exact details for the Dash at Daytona, along with Ignite cart packages and arrive and drive opportunities at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and get on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. All right, so speaking of moving forward, we'll stop David from the next entire question. Uh, uh, let's go to 2021, guys. Uh, we start with the Challenge of the Americas. Uh, and for the first time, first time ever, or I don't know how no. long? Two years, two, two years ago, we actually started, started at a cow speed. Did you really? Yeah. And remember, we started in February because there, like every the whole calendar kind of – Hold on, yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took a little, little thing there. No, wait, wait. We're wrong with it. There we go. All right. Yeah. Right there, Sean. Yeah. What do they call that forecaster? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a little, little nod to Mike and Derek there. Um, <laughs> starting at Cal Speed, uh, listen, you wrap up what would have been what 10, 11 months, right? Ago, great race at Cal Speed, 152 yeah. or whatever. You 42, come back to Cal Speed, lots of momentum coming off what you did with the CRC, coming off the Rock to Rio. 
let's let's just talk about your decision to start at Cal Speed. What was your what was the reason for it? And was it to potentially maybe play off some of that momentum that you built? I wish I was that smart. No, he's not. Look at Rob. Rob just choked. Uh, originally, I had Phoenix starting and Cal Speed at second, and then uh, with with all the COVID reschedules and shuffling, NASCAR dropped their date right on top of the co- the, the COVID the challenge uh, date at Cal Speed. <laughs> the COVID of the America. And, the COVID of the America. And, you know, what I should have done, like every internet keyboarder, was get on NASCAR's message board and motherfuck Brian France. Oh, sorry, America. Uh, and said how. How dare I you? For sure, I was the first one going to drop. I know, right? How dare you drop your NASCAR race on top of my race? Which is a story for another day. We can talk about that, right? Um, but yeah, so NASCAR uh, put their date on top of challenge. So luckily, um, you know, our partners, our new partners at Phoenix, which I know you want to tie back into, um, our reoccurring partners at Phoenix. Yeah, for sure. We renewed our partnership. So, so regardless, they were they were very happy to be flexible with us, and um, can you send Eric to my house because like I'm I'm kind of short on booze. I need to make a trip out to the refrigerator. Eric, I need to refill. Yeah, Eric, Eric, I need to refill. Eric, so uh, so you know they were they were okay with with switching. So I said you know hey let's flip flop the dates. Let's start at Cal Speed. We'll go to Phoenix. And then, um, and then we'll end at Sonoma, which are, has been our traditional uh, ender for many, many years, right? We've taken a break or two. But, so, but the sideline benefit is by, for sure, Rob. I mean, anybody who's in my business knows you get the Cal Speed bump. You get 20, 25 entries going to Cal Speed, it's right? Because we all live here. Huge, huge local community. There's 25 million people within 90 minutes of Cal Speed. That's pretty pretty freaking simple, right? Yeah. There's no track in the country except if, if there was one built in downtown Manhattan that 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 has that amount of population within that you know that range, right? So, yeah, the sideline benefit is for sure we're starting there, and what I hope is, yeah, we start at 160, 170, or whatever, and we win it at 140. So so to grab another 20 or 30 after the momentum of Rock the Rio. After showing all the cadet dads what we're willing to do, after showing those 100cc parents what we're willing to do, right? The shifters, we had 50 shifters there, right? So at Cal Speed last year. So, I mean, man, if that we don't have a lead. cared enough to run in the dark. In the dark. Oh, there's Dude, that. that was awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was awesome. Oh, I got another story. So <laughs> we have solved that problem for this year going into Cal Speed. All right. So Sean, Sean, wants, Sean wants to talk business. So, uh, no, no, we're not getting lights. Uh, but for, but for this year, for sure, we're going to get two ambulances at Cal Speed. So, uh, Ouch. so um, Ouch. good for you on the investment. It costs a lot of money for a potential issue. Well, there, yeah, yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll all pay for it. Every, every dad told me they'd be willing to spend a hundred extra bucks to have a second to have a second ambulance at Cal Speed. So, and I'm the good gonna, news is they don't have to spend a hundred. They're just going to have to spend fifty, and that's okay, yeah. right? Yeah. But, uh, but you know, we're going to bump our entry. I haven't bumped my entry fee up in like six years. We're bumping our entry fee up a few bucks, 50 bucks. But we're going to get two ambulances, Cal Speed. We're going to allow camping starting on Wednesday night. We're going to, I mean, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to give a bunch of added value to, 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 to uh, pay for all that. Um, but yes, we're going to have two ambulances at Cal Speed. 
We may even have to start early because of the lights. We may have to start at seven thirty in the morning. I don't know. I haven't I haven't plugged in the schedule yet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, count me out at that. I'll yeah. see it qual- at, at, at the heat races. You Shocker. don't show up till lunchtime anyway, Bure. It's fine. You doesn't show up till Sunday. So, although lunchtime is going to be at nine thirty, lunchtime is going to be at nine thirty. So, <laughs> exactly. So you're but uh, yeah, we're going to do two ambulances. We need to take care of it. Yeah, it was a tough year last year. Obviously, um, after not having a red flag, and what do we have? Six years. What was it? What was, do you remember? The at least six or seven years. Like it was an insane amount of time that we'd gone without. Do you, red do you remember David, or was it Sean? Uh, you know. I can't recall a, a challenge race having a red flag like that. Maybe one of the first ones we were at in the, I mean, we started no, 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 2012. Well, uh, was, well, we, we no, had, no, no. we had, a, we had we, a red flag me and Rob, Michael Mitchoff, Michael Mitchoff at Phoenix. Phoenix. That was Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, I'm talking Cal speed. I'm yeah, just but talking I'm talking about in general. Cal. Like we didn't run. Yeah, in general, no. I mean, this, this, I mean, we have a couple here and there. Year. Yeah. Nothing no. major. No, Nothing major. It, it's been like seven years. This season was our 2020 season was the first one in like six, seven years that we had to stop a race. And we stopped one at Tucson for, you know, a, a minor incident, but it was, you know, on the track and stuff on it. So it was, it was the right thing to do. But, you know, the Cal speed with, you know, the multiple incidents that we that would that we had that, you know, just killed the daylight and everything. But like that was the first time that we had to roll an ambulance in, you know, at least six years. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Well, at least Mishaw wrecked right in front of the ambulance. There wasn't one there. There wasn't was there. one there. The was, was there? Right there? That's right, yeah. Oh, the EMT, I think, was there. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, so, so, so Arizona, area. I'll tell you an insight. So so in Arizona, ambulances are very difficult because they're like $500 an hour <laughs> because they all run through the county. But when I go to Phoenix or when I go to Tucson, I, re- I hire – um, off-duty firemen to work, which are actually far more qualified than two monkeys that sit in a BLS ambulance, right? And I hate, I hate to say, <laughs> hate to say this is a promoter. That's who we hire, but but that's who comes in these ambulances, right? Two EMTs that took an eight-week course at the junior college, and that's that's who's working these ambulances, right? And field those complaints to Andy at FTK. <laughs> <laughs> But but that's the rule. That's because they they come, they they perform first aid, and and if something happens, they call an ambulance, call right? Yeah. Right. But at Phoenix and Tucson, I hire off-duty firemen to do the job, and that's and that's um, what's been our savior because those guys are ultimately those guys are trained for those guys are as you well know, literally a step below a doctor. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're trauma surgeons, damn near, right? A, a fire a good fireman could actually probably do a trach at the scene if he had to right right um so yes uh michael mitchoff's uh when the, when the firemen got there and they saw him uh do you know the story you remember the story yeah. i was there yeah the uh we they, were all they, there they saw they saw something he immediately went pale they called the ambulance they transported him and it saved his life yeah so yeah. uh and then he came back and raced again he came back and raced again. He raced with us. Not the next day, though. Next no, day. no, 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 no. That was so. That was the last race he raced with me because it was kind of the end of the Rotex years, right? Because he's a Rotex guy. Yeah, yeah. The first Rotex, the first race I got him back was at CRC Phoenix this year, and when I saw him, I went, "God dang it, Mitchoff! The last time I saw you at Phoenix, you almost died." And that kid gave you me the were, biggest. You, hug. you were looked like a corpse, and uh, we were glad to see that you. That kid awesome. gave me the biggest hug ever. Right when he got hurt, I called, I checked on him. We talked on the phone in the hospital several years ago. Right, he's like, "Man, 
you don't have to do this. You know, I really appreciate you calling me. I'm like, dude, you, you got hurt on my watch. Like, of course I'm going to call you. That's, that's right. right. I'm, I'm not a promoter. I'm a go-kart guy and you're one of my racers. Like that's, I, I, I love you, buddy. So it was good. He appreciated that. He's always been uh, loyal and, and a good, and a good friend. His family's been great. So. Let's wrap up the the Calspe program, and then we'll move on to Phoenix, and then of course a little bit. We'll just maybe talk a little more about that. Then CRC. Um, so, hey, first off, when does registration open for uh, first, first there, couple right? weeks here in December? We're shooting for like the fifth to the tenth ish. I want it open December seventh, Pearl Harbor but, Day. But, but Sean yeah, in his uh, other job says he's just yeah, too busy. Work. So. Yeah, you know. When 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 I, it opens, when I get to it, but uh, we're going to be using the mom system again this year. You know, it's been pretty good to us. We have the occasional snafu, but it's mostly user error that we can you know figure out right away. So it'll be it'll be the same system that everybody's u- utilizing. So yeah, so I've looked at the cart pass, and I uh, you know they've showed me cart pass, and that's great for the waivers. Have you seen the cart pass system that uh, Rocket Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's a great online. Waiver, you know, uh, contactless, waiverless system. It looks great, but unfortunately, it's not. Um, it's not conducive with how we do our tire scanning and all the stuff that we've built over the years. So, you know, we're going to give them kind of how we do things and see if they can integrate it. But for now, we're going to do things the way we've always done and the way um, the customers are used to doing it. Used to doing it, right? Yeah. So, and then maybe next year, maybe in twenty two, um, if the cart pass system we can integrate everything we do and all, then maybe it's fine because that car pass system that rock cup usa is really slick right they they enter all online everything's good it, it gives them a thing and they literally give you a little the qrc code or whatever it's go and it all they're already the waivers signed everything's done right so you don't have to have all the waivers and all the signing and all the touching right so that's been good for them but i i just <laughs> i just can't uh i I'm more comfortable with the way we our system is right now, yep. um, but yeah, we'll, we'll open up here in uh, two weeks ish. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks ish. Right. But I mean, that's still that's still five or six weeks before the first event. That's fine. We always close the first one a little early because we got to bring in all the the big tires and and you know we got to get containers and all the stuff yeah. yep. to kind of get us through. Um, you know, what, what you guys, what you guys push out on social media, we'll share it out on eCardi News. Yeah, as, for uh, sure. As well. That's coming out if you didn't see it. Uh, all right, so let's move to Phoenix. Uh, I know we don't really need to talk too much about the finale. Sonoma, Sonoma, it's where you've always done it. Great track. One of the most, we, you and I always say, one of the most beautiful views in all of karting. You can't beat that, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's karting real estate, buddy. Right. Greatest piece of karting real so, estate. So I'll give you an opportunity to talk about Phoenix. You know, they were there for you guys or whatever connection you guys made to, to be able to have that CRC race earlier this year. Back on the schedule for twenty uh, for twenty twenty one. I love I love Phoenix. It races so well. Uh, it's always a great place to, to, to run at. Just give me your thoughts on solid on Thai food. Good Thai food. You're right. 100%. Oh, we have chop. We have we do have chop chop. We got a chop chop there. Yeah. yeah. Great food yeah. trucks. Great food trucks. Great food and trucks. That, right? I look forward to more ghost pepper tacos. Yes. Ooh, the nice. thing I love the thing I love about both. Right. Right. right so backtrack. Challenging America's in the size of the program and what we have to provide, right? And other national programs, right? We, we, when people say, why don't you go here, right? Whether it's to me or Tom or to Mark Coates or to others, yeah. right? Yeah. We have to provide a certain level of facility, right? It, right? It, can't, it can be the greatest ribbon of asphalt on the planet, 
But if it doesn't have a grid and a scoring tower and a this and a paddock and a, right, right, and an airport within a half an hour and hotels right. and restaurants and right, so there's a lot of amazing tracks in the middle of nowhere that, that you don't have in and out for David Cole. They don't have right that you can't get to. They don't have hotels. They don't have restaurants. Right. That just right. So, so that's the hardest part. Think of a think of a place like Amarillo, and I'm not disparaging Amarillo. Right. Badass racetrack, right? Right. Race right. Years ago. Love it. Yep. Hard to get to, right? You got to connect to Oklahoma City, connect to Amarillo, connect to this, connect to that. Four hotels, a Waffle House, and a Wendy's. You know, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, ugh, right? So for Challenge of the Americas, what do I have? We have Tucson, Phoenix, Cal Speed, Sonoma. That's what we have. That's your, your kind of wheelhouse, yeah. Those are wheelhouse with the weather, with yep. airports, with restaurants, with hotels. That's what we have yep. to work with. So every year, it's always going to be a combination of those four. When people say, why don't you go to X? I've had people say, why don't you go to Miller? Really? Okay, let's go to Miller in February. That sounds amazing, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe, as long as we can bring our skis. Yeah, why don't, you go to, why don't you go to Grand Junction? Yeah, that sounds incredible too, right? Uh, how about Buttonwillow? Oh, the place with the Motel 6 and one barbecue joint and an airport an hour and a half away? Like, like folks, folks, for those of us that do this for a living, we have to manage a lot of different things and just provide to our customers. <clears throat> go ahead, David. A destination. A destination. Right. I mean, Perfect. in all honesty, you have because of the program that you have, like you said, it's it's bringing in five hundred to six hundred people into one place. Right. It's very hard to do that when they're coming from all different corners of the of the country or North America, and they're trying to go to one place. Like you said, you can't go to Buttonwillow where there's one restaurant. Well, right. the challenge the challenge isn't just a race; it's an experience. No. Yeah. Right. You come you come to be part of an experience. Yeah, it's right. a lifestyle. Well, for you, it is <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, hey, listen, but we're not, let's go to a couple questions here. David oh, P question. has a question. Pull that David Hold P on. question up. Oh, for Gandy. Yeah. It's for Gandy. Give it me a break. Soft, soft shell. Any significant 2021 rule changes for, to rock or COVID of the Americas? COVID of the Americas, I, really? I, I, I got this one. No one's no. allowed from Katy, Texas. Oh, there you go. That's oh, that I thought it was caddy. Is it oh, it is caddy. Yeah, so the significant rule change is Levanto tire. Yep. Uh, and and I'll 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 say this. I am looking at changing the fuel. Um, and okay. I'll know probably within 14, 15. By the time we by the time we by the time open we up, go live on our yep. Um, meaning that uh, since since we introduced Rock to the West, we were on C twelve. Which is what um, the other significant program in the West was always on was C12, um, and I did that to make it easy, right? Everybody had C12 and Motul in their trailer instead of having to have different fuels and different jugs and blah 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 blah. Well, well, that program went away. They went to their own oil and went to a different fuel and blah 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 blah, right? Well, so Garrett is uh, testing a new um, Sunoco fuel. Uh oh, what just happened? Did somebody just post something? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Pregande. Oh, okay, both, both of you guys giggled at the same time. Um, uh, Garrett is testing a new Sunoco fuel for, for use next year. And if he approves it, I'm going to go to that fuel because I'd rather be on the same fuel oil as the national program yeah. because the other Scusa is on a different, is on a different fuel anyway. So, if I'm on a different fuel, I might as well be on a different fuel that matches the rock fuel. No, we, we have you have to be on the parity of what the sense. national program is, and and go from here to there. Right. 
So Sean had the better answer. David, another question up top there, David from uh, Sal Menudiato. Menudiato. Wish wish they would talk about a rock series based at Cal Speed. Andy, has that been a has that been a conversation with anybody to have a potential uh, a rock program at Cal Speed? Not really. I mean, Excellent. you know, Cal Speed. Cal Speed does a great job um, for our community, but understand that these racetracks have to earn a living Monday through Friday, so or Monday through Sunday, right? So two full weekends of every month. Cal Speed is devoted to making money for Cal Speed, whether it be their sprint series, their Ironmans, or whatever, right? So it only it only creates two weekends a month for racing for what we call racing series, our our karting, yeah, right, competition carts, competition karting, right? So that's Tricing, that's Tricy and LKC. I would love I would love to put on a six race series at Cal Speed. Months just don't have six weeks in them. That's exactly right. Yeah. right. Oh, no, there's no schedule. There's sure. no schedule, right? And that's the hardest part. We, 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 I mean, think about. It. I mean, I, I, we were dealing with. We're negotiating right this right now, right? You have Cal Speed with their stuff, and you have Tri C and LKC and Procard and KPX and Sonoma and CRC, right? There's there's overlaps in all of it, right? Um, so obviously, LKC is a 100% Scusa program. That's that's the that's the road they've gone down. That's that's their destiny. That's fine. Tri-C is what I would call the more user-friendly program. Um, that's my opinion. But they allow a few different tires, a few different engines. It's more the club-based program, right? And that's why Tri-C is getting 140 entries a month and why the other program is suffering a little bit. But but that being said, there's just no room for a rock-based program, right? I wish there was. I would support it fully. I would sponsor it. We'd write the check. We'd get it done. But there's just not enough weekends in a month. It's impossible. Yeah, it, 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 the CRC is this is the solution to that, and you're going to get one race at Cal Speed, and then you're going to have to go we, to we, we can't even, we can't even, we can't even get one race this year. I tried to get a date, yeah. we couldn't, we yep. couldn't, right? All right, yep. so, so the, CRC, the CRC dates, we need to talk about that, right? So look at that. Right now, so we we've, we've got uh, Challenge America. We've talked about a couple of weeks from now. The uh, entry will registration will open up for the for uh, the first round at Jan in January at Cal Speed. Round two, of course, February at PKRA. Final round at Sonoma. What does uh, what does the California Rock Championship look like for 2021? Uh, it looks amazing. <laughs> wow. Super amazing. Like, oh, my God, it's the hottest thing you've ever seen. Tremendous. That's tremendous. <laughs> Not from China. Um, we're going to open We're gonna open May 7th and 8th, which is Mother's Day weekend, but I'm going to open Friday and Saturday. So – I'm gonna get. I, I know Mother's Day is a tough weekend. I understand that. But, you should be good, Dave. But uh, but it's just finding weekends, right? When you look at the calendar and you see Tri C, LKC, Pro Tour, Sonoma, yeah, yeah. Pro Car, right? I, look, look. As as much as my uh, good Swedish friend don't get along, I don't want to be on top of him. I, I I just don't. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help anybody, right? So so because you know, the guys that the guys that ultimately suffer are the guys making a hundred bucks a week. Or sorry, a couple hundred bucks a day working in the paddock. Those are the guys that suffer. The team owners suffer when we're all on top of each other. So I I, I do my damnedest to not be on top of people. Trust me, I try. Right, I I do not want to be on top of people. Um, we don't want you on top of us either. <laughs> just 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 saying. 
<laughs> we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Cart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Cart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Cart Sport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Like I just got to cheers you on that one. That thank you, thank, thank you very much. Uh, David Cole, almost exactly the same message you just sent me. Uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, so you're like you're like George. You're like uh, Mr. Costanza right so, there. Right? Andy, Andy, get off! Of hey, us I was in the pool. Get off of us and go to the second round. Uh, right there. So seventh, seventh and eighth, Button Willow opener. Uh, CRC for the typical CRC format is a. The first day is practice, qualify at that last practice session, and then race the next day, right? So, um, and we we did a survey earlier in the year, and that was the predominant uh, favorite what, among the uh, among the people with, with, for, the, for the two day people, right? So we yeah. did, we did a survey, right? So when people say you promoters, you assholes, don't listen to anybody, we put out a survey. 
100 plus drivers, Sean? 110, 135, actually. Okay. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. I think I, like, I even I, I even put like, an answer. It's got to be like 80%, 90% uh, return rate. That's pretty solid. Not too bad. Right. It's not too bad, right? But it, it was a mix, right? There was people that wanted three weekends, challenge weekend. They wanted six weekends, single weekends. They wanted – I mean, they're like – of course, right? You get this you get this data smattering all over the board, right? Yeah. So you do your best. Well, we do our best, kind of look at it and figure out, okay, what do we need? So this is gonna be my attempt to satisfy all needs. Now, that being said, whatever racers say they want, they never want. Doesn't matter, right? Um, so first weekend, Friday, Saturday. Friday is gonna be out practice, qualify that afternoon, race on Saturday. Go home Saturday. Be home for Mom Mother's Day, Mother's Day weekend, right? It's the only week. It's the only weekend from like Easter to Memorial Day that has no conflicts. And right? hey, hey, Carters, take care of your mother. She was there with you on Friday and Saturday. Make her breakfast on Sunday morning. Of course, man. And, of course, and right. I'd, I'd like to just point out that I got a text from an unknown number, so who's not in my contact? So please message me your name. I look very tired. I'm glad you're part of this to keep Andy focused. <laughs> really? <laughs> What's the phone number? Yeah, 714-743-1900. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Kathy. Yeah, nice. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> nice. It's By the way, right all your people it's, do it's not Kathy. call my wife, even though I just told you her phone number. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Kathy. I'm, Rewind. I'm Rewind. I mean, I'm going to... I'm going to ignore the fact that I look tired and just yeah. go with I'm doing my job keeping Andy focused. And right. happy anniversary to Kathy. And happy anniversary to you guys. And, and my condolences, 25 Anniversary. Years it's now. not till May. It's not till May. May 18th. Well, May 18th. I just, man. Well, that was, uh, that was a little different. Um, <laughs> she just she just gave me this seriously. She just wow. got here in trouble. Nice. Well. She's gonna get you know what you know what every carding mechanic is gonna give her give her uh, dick pics from now on. Andy, Fair enough. Did she get a necklace? Uh, no, no. <laughs> wow, wow. There's a Dunkin' Donuts down the road. I uh, know you cannot in my bed. All right, so keeping Andy focused. So after we uh, we open our series and we're going to KRCKRKCFD. All right, where, where, where are we going with uh, round three? Well, round what two. Was round two? Round Did one. I miss round two? two? No, we didn't miss round two. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Round two. Round two is Sonoma. We're going to run a uh, combined program with them in June, June 12, 13, I believe it is. Um, uh, uh, you know, yeah. our 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 combined rounds with Sonoma were a great success this year. Um, we're very happy with how they turned out. Dude, uh, just I want to throw this in there where you're talking about it, a win-win situation. Oh, absolutely. That's I mean, that's. That's and that's man, you've watched this, Rob, over the last 20 years. Actually, all of us have watched this over the past 20 years, right? Regional programs start robbing from local programs, right? Oh, somebody just got a text. I see the other year. No, we're good. Okay. Josh, oh, right. all right. Ho hopefully, oh, he was boy. in for the Josh part. Yeah, over 24 hours. Oh, I saw. <laughs> there we go. We got six minutes. Wrap this up. Yeah, no, we don't. Hell no. We're Whoa. going. Story of Josh's life. I, uh, I please. Um, but yeah, you know, regional uh, regional programs, you know, tend to rob from local programs, right? So this is a way to kind of bridge that gap. We we work with the local program, which is Sonoma. Um, come in. Um, I brought uh, one of the races. I brought a couple extra staff members, so it helped it helped them out, right? We were there for tire and part support and helped them out. 
Uh, we brought a driver to had a good time. So it was a win-win. Absolutely is a win-win um, for Sonoma. Third round. The third round is going to absolutely be the crown jewel. The third round is we're going back to Pat's Acres. So Pat's Acres has not had a national, regional type race in how many years? 20 years, Rob? Damn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2002, maybe? Um, really? That long? Wow. Yeah. So Eric, bring that over. I believe I'm getting spruced up. <laughs> I, um, believe, I believe it's called being roofied, but okay. Uh, uh, he would have Flores. 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 Oh, Pat's Acres, when? What's July 23rd, 24th, 25th. So that's going to be the one um, CRC oh, weekend that is a uh, like the challenge format. Double, Travel. double, double weekend, oh, okay. right? Because if folks are traveling that far, I want to give them a little more value. Two finals, right? Have a good time. Um, but Chris Egger wants to do like a Friday night mechanics, you know, race with, with his fun car. It's like, we're going to throw a barbecue carts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, um, if that's the one that I can get the two of you that are on the top of the screen there, I would love to have you. Um, Sean, you'll come whether I want you to or not, Ooh. or whether you want to or not. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Right. It's forced. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, schedule. But yeah, so I mean, there's not, there's nothing, there's no USPKS, there's what's, no. What's the weekend? Twenty third, twenty four, twenty five of July. Oh, I don't know what happens with IndyCar. Nothing. He's open. He's open. Why? Dave's open. got his calendar right there. Dave's all. Oh yeah, we're going to. Uh, all right, and, Dave. And honestly, summer and Pat's Acres there. You got some fresh berries like light, uh, light till ten a.m. ten p.m. Hey, Rob Howden. Yeah. Can hey, I Rob race? Howden. I'm here. What? Uh, you have your calendar out? Yeah, I'm free. Book it! Book it! Nice. Can I race uh, Masters? I, I wouldn't call it what you do, racing, but um, we'll see what we can do. Good point. Uh, Uncle Jimmy will be there, Rob, so you should be good. Uh, no. 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 Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the crown jewel for sure. Um, there's a, there's a lot of people like Jason Barry. When I told him this the other day, and he, he about giggled himself for about 20 minutes, right? Jason Barry from Sweet Tech, right? Dude, that's so he, not hard. Have you met Barry? All I he know. Does is hey, hey, here's the kicker. We got to get uh, Jason LaPointe out in a track magic. I, You know what? Uh, what he talked about would be amazing is if he came there or if they did a track magic magic uh, owner's program thing there. Um, all right. So there's definitely there's definitely other opportunities there to have a to have make just an unbelievable weekend. Like I said. The people that don't, people that don't understand the history or, or, bye, Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi. Um, <laughs> they still here. Uh, the his, the history of our sport, right? The, the, You're the sleeping place, on his bed. The place, the, yeah, I know, the place that uh, Pat Sagers has played in our sport, whether it be the 1995 IKF Grand Nationals, That's which, it. which <clears throat> is still to date the highest. Uh, entry total IKF Grand Nationals ever, right? Or the 98-99 Promoto Tour, right, yeah. Rob? I don't know, right? Yeah. 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 99. Right. So, I mean, there's been so many historic events there and um, no national program, let alone big regional program, has been up there in quite some time. Um, it's worth the risk financially, but I really need the community to support it. 
and to come to a place where you can really make an event and a family weekend out of it. I mean, it's, it's, as you know, surrounded, surrounded on three sides by the river. You you can do a float after, after the race there. And, you know, and most importantly, you know, we, we talk about, you know, the, 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 it being, you know, a NorCal and a SoCal series typically with, you know, a lot of Phoenix guys that were brought in for this year. The drive from NorCal to Pat's Acres is no longer than the drive from NorCal to Cal Speed. Yeah. That's that's, that's actually pretty close. Pretty I mean, close. give give or take. I mean, it's it's a comparable deal. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's awesome to hey, Pat, be Pat able to Zaker, do that. Pat's Acres all also the home of the second Duffy for Danny Hodap. Oh, all right. Good job. Good yeah. job. Is she is she there tonight? Is she his yeah, mom? She, she's around here. She, she's uh, in the right. ring. Yeah. Well, tell her to at least put her head in. We can see. Say hi. Yeah, trust me, she'll come rolling. All right. Let's see me rolling. Hold on, Pat Sakers. That's a pretty. That's a. That's. I didn't know that. That's a really cool deal. I wanted. That, I wanted that, to take that, a shot, epic. dude. I want. I want to take a shot. So I'm going to take like a shot, it. and I'm going to get it done. <laughs> Big Eric Cullenberg. Good to see you, man. Have a good oh, look, drive. She's wearing, by the way. What? There's, there she is. Oh, there's, there's David's is. new stepmommy. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. But there's David's new stepmom. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to tell her. She I knew. Did. I did. I did. Uh, so that's, that's fantastic. Let's. Uh, all right, dude. Let's. That's so round fun. round four. Uh, back to Sonoma. Another combined thing. Uh, Sonoma 21, 22 of August. Whatever that Saturday Sunday is. Same thing. Uh, and then I'm working on a September date, um, 25, 26. Oh, five weekends? Five weekends, six events. Okay. And so, that, was the, that was the feedback from the, from the, from the survey? Two, two, in, two in SoCal, two in NorCal, one big drive away, right? Because we had a lot of people, Sean, that said adjacent states are just fine. Right. It, it was it was surprising the uh, the without uh, you know getting the haters in on you know different facilities and everything else and stuff on it like I was really surprised by the, the feedback continuity on the feedback of like it'd be Thank one thing you. if one guy said hey let's go to Pat's Acres that would be great but there were you know hey what's your favorite track that we don't race at and you know people were saying Pat's Acres and you're like that question. It was a. I can like, almost give you the. Let me see. I could probably look it up in my email. Um, probably, but you know. But it it was one of those things where there there were surprise <laughs> answers on that because I mean you 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 automatically assume you know based on like the cow speed bump and stuff that you know that that's going to be everybody's favorite track to go to. Well, it's every, yeah. it's everybody's the, favorite track because it's close. What was the finale location? Did you say that, Andy? I, I haven't that. haven't worked it out yet. Okay. Um, but end of but, September. And it's September 25, 26. We have to move. We have to move an event, a Sonoma uh, event that they had sort of planned. So I gotta, I gotta ask them to move, which I have. And uh, as long as they get that uh, locked in, it's okay. All right. Uh, then look, hey, look. So hold on. So hold on. I'll give you my. Hold on, Rob. The what? What is your favorite non-challenge track? Button Willow was thirty-three percent of the responses. Pat Sakers was 25% of the responses. 25% from from challenge competitors and the California Rock Challenge competitors. So right. I mean, of those, you you who's raced there? Right. Like that's a baffling high percentage number for the current state of karting where you know we haven't had a national program or a big regional program 
at, at you know yeah. at Pat's and, in a long time. I mean, and the number one challenge track was Sonoma. So the CRC is the number one challenge track, and the next two non-challenge tracks. Like, no, that's good. Yeah. according to what? Once again, this is going to be the test of what Carter's asked for. Asked for, yeah, that's it. You, you, right? Here you go. It's yours. Yeah. All right. Whatever Car Carters have asked for these three tracks. Nice show you the world. We're, <laughs> right. we're giving you Shining. these three tracks. If you don't show up to these three tracks, shut up forever. Yeah, we have, we've right. asked you. Yep. Yep. And not only that, but, I mean, what a great opportunity to run Pats. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, Andrew's been a part of our racing. program for a long time, but that track is legendary. That's the race I'm most geeked for next year. That is yep. the race – all right, I look at our schedule, right? So we have eight races, right? Three challenge weekends, five uh, CRC weekends. Obviously, we support Tri-C. We go to other races. But of the eight weekends we put on, the one weekend I am the most geeked about is Pat Sager's CRC. All right, Do you right, think we could get Efren to come back and race so that I no, can race no, Pat no, no, and no. lose to him at Pat's? <laughs> you could get lapped. I was not lapped by Efren. <laughs> I was right. lapped, but I was now. not lapped by Efren, yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Andy, um, let's ask you to kind of let all that Red Bull and vodka circulate through your body. What's, what's your vision moving forward? Let's wrap it up with your vision for 21, for 22, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, obviously, excuse me, challenge, getting challenged to the spot where it's going to be, right? Um. I don't really have any need for a challenge in America's to be 250. I just don't need it to be that unmanageable. Yeah. I think when series get to that point, they, they lose the personality of what they really are. And um, if there's nothing we have, it's personality. Uh, personality, dude. <laughs> like, like, That's number one. Trust me, trust me, as you know, people, people come race challenge for the experience. I mean, the racing, as you know, is as good as any national level race. There may not be 20 guys battling for the lead. There might be five. But it's still... The front of the field is the front of the field, yeah, yeah. but but the personality of the event is is you know by far what what gets people there. Um, the, the the culture of the entire series, both series, is is a big draw. Hey, by the so, way, Pierre, I, Pierre, I asked Andy that question. Yeah. What? According to his wife, I'm keeping him focused. Yeah. I think he's pretty good right now. Go. Finish. Right. Yeah, continue. So, Sorry, you know, obviously, there's that. You know, if we get you to that one. That. 170, 180, you know, I'm great, right? We get, we get our cadet numbers into the mid-20s. You know, I, I don't need to have 50. We get them in the mid-20s where everybody's having a good time. And I, I think we really showed all the cadets the program that we can put on. You know, obviously, they need to buy an additional motor to come race with us. Um, you know, maybe I'll put together a little package uh, where they can buy Ooh, an Are we feeling some uh, Crazy Andy? You never know what's going to have the Crazy Andy, oh, right? So nice. I'm going to get some Crazy Andy stuff over the next month, next couple weeks. Maybe we'll put something together. If you if you register for all three rounds, maybe I'll give you a discounted engine and you could buy it and, and you know, come race with us, right? Um, you know, what's what's another 1200 bucks for an engine if you're going to if you're gonna come, come race, right? Um, so there's that. Uh, and the CRC, I just wanted to build it into a solid regional program. You know, regional programs, if we get a, if we get 100, 120 carts at every round, that's a solid regional program, right? Right. People look at numbers and, and, and they look, oh, if it doesn't have 250, it doesn't count. No, that's not count. As you know, right, 
for clubs, it's 100. If clubs can get to 100, that's sustainable. If regional programs get to 120, 130, it's sustainable. If national programs get to 150, 160, 170, it's sustainable, right? I, I have no aspirations of ruling the world. I just want to know that there's a viable option for people. And we get to our regional program to 120, 130, and our national program, which is Challenge of the Americas, that 160, 170. Rock is going to be here to stay, which it is. It's proven to be a great program. My staff and I provide an unbelievable experience for people that they enjoy, which, by the way, I've added a member to my staff, if you want to hear that at the very end. Um, is it my replacement? Nope, 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 nope. So, I, you know, I just, I, I'm confident in what we provide and what we do that, uh, that I'm excited. I mean, I'm super excited for the next couple of years. All right, let's do the staff announcement, and then I'll wrap this thing up. All right. So we all know all our go-karting staffs are getting older and older and older, right? Hence the three guys. We all look good. I know. I know. I look amazing, right? But obviously, like, like you know, let's, you know, our, my race direction staff, right? We're both, they're both, I'm 50. They're both a few years older than me. Um, you know, I got, I got Casey cook uh, a couple years ago to, to turn the flags. I got Tyler Brooks last year to jump in as an, as an, uh, um, assistant race director. So we just, uh, we just handled it this week. I'm adding Callum Smith as another assistant race director, another, wow. another solid kid who, um, Callum's now 20. Callum is now I married. I know. Um, Good. That's really interesting. And uh, and uh, him and his wife probably gonna Gianna are probably gonna start helping us out. And uh, Calm's another super experienced set of eyes. Um, I don't want to speak out of turn, but Calm has some things that may you know uh, cause him to leave the seat. But uh, he still wants to be involved. And uh, and to get young guys that really still want to be a part of it and are a super experienced set of eyes on track. I mean that's that's golden for me, right? And as our program improves and gets bigger, we get to that 160, 170. I'm going to have to pull a guy like Mark Michione off the track to kind of be a steward because uh, people are going to want to argue more. And, uh, you know, what? That's, that's Mark's role, right? Mark is a great steward because he's a super calming influence on people, um, telling them that they shouldn't argue without really telling them they shouldn't argue. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the next step, right? Super. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's uh, it's the next step, and it's the next evolution. I'm never gonna do cameras because I don't really believe in cameras. I don't right. And what people don't understand about cameras, cameras is a hundred thousand dollar investment. It's fifty grand for the equipment and another fifty grand every year for a guy to run them every time he comes. Right. Between the setup and the teardown and the blah 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 blah. Right. Plus, and, I don't really have the uh, the soccer mullet. Right. Well, you don't have the soccer. Not yet. You used to. Me and Kevin Williams. We know in this happy hour who drank the, the hardest stuff, that's for sure. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Carts, parts, engines, tires, and tools. At SharkShifter.com, what you need is just a click away. We carry the biggest names in chassis, like Tony Cart and F.A., DR Cart, CRG, and VLR. We have new chassis and all the parts you need. At SharkShifter.com, we also stock top quality replacement parts from Swift components like axles, sprockets, and hubs. 
we have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well. From cylinders, heads, and engine parts, to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools, brake, battery, and exhaust tools, tire gauges, and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. Sharkshifter.com, your online source for carts and parts. It's time to put 2020 behind us and start planning for 2021. Get out your calendar and mark off the dates for the fastest growing Rock Cup program in the U.S., the Challenge of the Americas. It's our 14th season and 2021 will be the biggest yet. We set a new series record at Cal Speed last February at 142 entries and that's where we're kicking off the year on January 22 to 24. We're picking up where we left off and it is going to be huge. As always, the challenge features three weekends at three of the finest tracks in the West. And for 2021, that's Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, and Sonoma in NorCal Wine Country. Our classes include Micro, Mini Junior, Senior, and Masters Rock, our Multi-Manufacturer 100cc Junior, Senior, and Masters level, and our well-supported Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters program. While other West Coast programs are shrinking, the Challenge of the Americas and Rock Cup are growing. Don't miss out on the fun, the atmosphere, and the hardcore racing of the Challenge. Prizes include tickets to the Rock Super Final in Italy and the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas. The Challenge opener is less than three months away, so head to our website at challengecarding.com, pull out that calendar, and lock in the dates, and we'll see you in Fontana. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. <laughs> yeah, but you're True. a player. Oh, yeah. That's Mambo. Mambo. So, All right, dude, that's pretty good stuff right there, man. It's, that's I like that. That's an interesting addition. I like that. That's going to be good. Well done. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. I'm fired up. I, I'm super excited, and uh, and I'm, re- I'm ready to get rolling, man. I wish uh, it's... The buildup is always so fast, and then it happens, and then at the end of the year, whether yeah. it's March, March 13th where we canceled the race this year, or whether it's like April 1, and I look back and go, holy shit, where did the time go? Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's unbelievable how fast it goes. So we're working our ass off to get this done. We're going to have an unbelievable experience for everybody. We just hope uh, we hope we see all year. Uh, you're all here, and we're going to have a great time. Well, let's all time, man. Let me just add that it was good to see you guys. Even though we have the group text going on that, you know, involves drinking, booze, and, uh, you know, random shit talking and everything. Food. It was good, Don't forget good to food. Yeah, hey, food. Let the record show he was going to be on for the first 10 minutes and then bail out. Yeah. yeah. Cole's the one who is the is producing this thing. He could have cut me out at any time. He chose not to blame uh, that guy. It's, it was the good fire job. that kept you in. Oh. The fire was calming. I kind of like yeah. that look, right? It was kind of nice. It was kind of nice. All That's right. what I do. Sean Beer, thank you so much. Andy Saisman, thank you so much. Hey, our first ever happy hour with Howden, primetime edition here 
on EK, and I appreciate it, buddy. I'm Thanks actually pretty us. stoked to be part of the uh, the first primetime on this because uh, you know I was uh, I was there uh, at, at, at the beginning on the track and the the random stars ones and the you know yep. grabbing people as they walk by on hey let's talk to this guy <laughs> and throw him in and give him a cocktail and just sit down and see what's up and uh, it's uh, you guys have done a good job. I hate to say anything nice about you and Dave you know, live, <laughs> but you know going back to the adaptability. You guys jumped on the adaptability right away and you know, there's been some good content and you know that I'm not a fanboy of the sport, but no, when, I, when I tune in and see, you know, Alfonso Ribeiro and some of these yeah. guys that, you know, that I haven't seen in a long time where you're like, Oh, that's really cool to see that person. And it's, it's good to see you. And obviously, uh, you know, Rob does a good job interviewing people and DC does a good job behind the, uh, behind the camera slash production slash, not Eric slash, you know, all of those aspects. So uh, it, it was good to see you guys. And I, I really appreciate you guys, including me and uh, good job on the face-to-face. -face. Dude, I really appreciate that. Obviously go racing magazines is a huge part of the sport in California for many years. John, thank you so much. Buddy. California. What the hell? Why are you selling me short international bitch? <laughs> what the I'm going to go with California. dude. There was other magazines mm. to care of the rest of the country. All right, uh, you're sorry. right. Hardcore ruled them all. Sorry if we cost you so many viewers. You said that uh, people usually get the, their short attention span about 45 minutes in, and we are an hour and 45 longest minutes in. Podcast ever. Longest show ever. And EK uh, and his. Well done. Most, most funnestest. Yeah. Well, well, is, there we go. Had we been inside the trailer, we had emptied the shelf right, right now. Oh, hell yeah. Hell All right, hell Sean, yeah. thank you. Andy, thank you. Cole, get rid of these guys. Boom. Uh, David Cole, did you expect, uh, expect anything less? Uh, no. I, you know, I, when we were joking around with the 90 minute thing, I'm like, no, nah, there's no way we're going to get there. But uh, Andy went on a little long and, and Sean can actually contributed, which is the first for, for us. We've not seen him contribute to anything. Really? He steals my own photos from race weekend. So it's like, you know, and he, I think the only thing he does well is take a couple of videos and maybe a podium shot one or two. I know so. this for sure. I should have went to the washroom before we started because I had, oh, it's close right now. <laughs> I mean, I've been to my second beer, third beer. So, uh, dude, thank you so much, David, for producing this. I know it's what 10:45. That's uh, my bedtime. That's your bedtime. 7:45 here in California. I haven't had dinner yet. I know we had, we need to eat some dinner. A uh, big thank you again to Andy Saisman from the Challenge of the Americas and the California Rock Championship FTK Promotions. Sounds like it's going to be a big year for the Challenge for sure. Great end last year in February at a, pr a premature end um, to uh, to the program with those record numbers at Cal Speed. Back there in January to fire things off again. Carding on the whole, David, everybody would talk to you. has been really, really strong. Um, everywhere we went, big numbers, right? USPKS, Brickyard, all fantastic races. Cup Cards North America as well. Uh, the sport, I think people really kind of rallying behind it after COVID saying, you know what? We love our sport. We want to keep going racing. And we'll do more of these happy hour with Howden's for sure. Yeah, like Andy said, like Andy said, though, the momentum that's and, and yeah. the buildup, like we're waiting because, as you said, the numbers were, were massive in 2020. So we're hoping to see that continue in 2021. Folks, thank you so much for joining us here. The longest show ever. I'm almost almost uh, an hour and three quarters. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. That is David Cole. I'm Rob Howden. Book it.